Hello, everybody. I'm Pam Pastor, host of the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast. I am thrilled that you found me. Welcome to Kid Talk, the powerhouse of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Together, we will journey forth getting to know Jesus and his many friends. I hope you and your kiddos will join me and others each week as we adventure and explore life together. Our Bible stories are from Taylor's Bible Storybook, and periodically we'll delve into my mailbag and answer questions from listeners just like you. If you have a question, make sure and email it to me at pampastorcopywriting at gmail.com. Again, pampastorcopywriting at gmail.com. I make every effort to respond in a timely fashion. And I am so glad that you joined us today. On our podcast is a special guest, and it is my grandson, Aiden. And he's joining in on our conversation today, and I'm just delighted. And Aiden, there is nothing that wins the heart more of a grandparent than seeing their grandchild make wise decisions. We're so happy to see you using discernment in your words and your actions. So welcome. And your personal traits, Aiden, will take you far in life. Just like Daniel, you too will excel in whatever you do because you're keeping God first place in your life. If you do pursue architecture, you'll be a blessing to many people because you are such a talented artist. And in my office, I have a picture on the wall of a man who's peering up toward heaven as the lions roam around peaceful and calm. So first, we need to learn about who that man in the picture is, and it was none other than Daniel. And we need to know how he got in trouble with the king when it was the very king he worked for who liked him. So if you recall, Daniel and his three friends were the focus of our last kid talk. And Aiden, welcome. Did you practice saying the three friends' names from the last time? Yes, I did. They Wonderful. Uh, Let's hear them. Their names are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Wow. Yeah, you sure did. Awesome job. And then how about that scripture verse from Daniel chapter 2, verse 22? Did you memorize that verse as well? Yes, he reveals a deep and mysterious he reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in darkness, though he himself is surrounded by light. Awesome job, Aiden. Now do you want to share with us what you think that God is saying through that verse? Yeah, so I think he's saying like god knows everything even if the light is not shining on it because he is all-knowing and the light that's right Anan. and we have an example of what god was saying when daniel asked god to reveal nebuchadnezzar's dream to him and he was then given a vision of that dream and so Aiden, let me ask you how do you feel when god answers your prayers are you excited or maybe surprised or relieved I feel very relieved when he answers my prayers because I know it's going to be okay or whatever I uh, ask for is going to be granted. 
or Well, and it's interesting you say that because God doesn't always grant everything we pray for. But if we're praying for something that's within the will of God, then he says yes. But sometimes his no's are just delays because something better is coming to us. But um, it's interesting, though, because there are times when God answers our prayers. And like you said, maybe you do feel relieved. And then we dash off to that next thing before we give God thanks. But God loves to hear from his children, and it's important to tell God, thank you, and show our gratitude. And again, I know we talked on the last podcast about being one of God's children, and we said it doesn't matter if you're six years old or 106 years old, tell God, thank you, we'll always be his child. So moving on, let's look at Daniel's life. It's a picture of triumphant faith. He was loyal to God, and God rewarded him. Through Daniel's life, we learn that God is all-knowing and is in charge of world events. Nations still today are vying for world power and control, but one day it will be Christ's kingdom and his rules. God overrules and removes rebellious leaders who defy him, and God will overcome the evil in the world. And that's not a question, it's a matter of when. And our faith is sure because our future is secure in Christ. We must have courage in this world and place our faith in God who controls everything. And God will deliver the faithful who follow him. So we should be praying that God gives us similar courage to what he gave Daniel so we can remain faithful under pressure. And you know that the word macro, it means big picture. So now we're going to look at a macro or a big picture view of Daniel's life. And this is what we see when we do that. We see that Daniel and three of his friends chose not to eat the king's food. They didn't bow down to the king's image. Even under the penalty of death, they still refused. And Daniel continued to pray, even though he knew he might be noticed and sentenced to death. So really, Daniel and his three friends are inspiring examples for us of how to live a godly life in a sinful world. And Aiden, when I say that, what do you what do you think of when I talk about living a godly life? What does that mean to you? And on previous podcasts, take into account that I did say sin means to have missed the mark. Yeah. So what that means to me is obeying your parents' authority, praying to Jesus, being thankful, and reading the Bible. And most of all, just following the Holy Spirit. I love it, Aiden. I couldn't agree with you more. Those are all excellent examples of living a godly life. And you know, your grandpa and I notice how respectful you are. And I just have to say that both of us are so proud of you. And the visions God gave Daniel only added to their existing confidence that God is in complete control of history. And so moving along, they didn't know what God's timing was, but instead were told to wait patiently upon God to reveal their next steps. They were not to worship false gods like the Babylonians did. And as a matter of fact, they were not to follow in the footsteps of that society that they were living in at all. So before we get started and before you read today's Bible story out of the Taylor's Bible book to us, let's get prepared to listen 
or four questions that we're looking for to answer at the end of the story. So number one, first question, why did King Darius decide to make Daniel the ruler of his empire? Number two, what law did Daniel refuse to obey? Number three, was Daniel hurt in the lion's den? Why or why not? And number four, what did Daniel learn from reading Jeremiah's book? And what more did the angel Gabriel tell him? And now at this time, Aiden, if you'll go ahead and read Daniel in the lion's den for us so we can follow along. All right. Darius decided to divide the empire into 120 states ruled by 120 governors. Over these governors were three presidents with Daniel as their chief because of the wise and good spirit that was in him. Darius was planning to make Daniel ruler over the entire empire. But when the other presidents and governors heard about it, they were jealous and tried to find some Thing bad to say about him to the king but they couldn't find a thing for he was faithful to his duties and they couldn't point out a single fault finally they decided we'll never be able to complain about daniel to the king except possibly about his religion so they came to the king and said king darius live forever all the presidents and governors of your kingdom want allow me that any person who prays to anyone but you for the next 30 days shall be thrown into the into a den of lions. O king, make this law and sign it so that even you can't change it. And King Darius signed the law. When Daniel knew that the law was signed, he went home, opened the windows of his room toward Jerusalem, knelt and prayed and gave thanks to God three times a day, just as he always had done before. Then the other presidents and governors got together and went over to Daniel's house and found him praying and rushed back to the king and said, Didn't you make a law that any person praying to anyone but you for the next 30 days must be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king said, I certainly did. It is now a law of the Medes and Persians which can never change. Then they said, That fellow Daniel isn't obeying you. O king, for he prays to his God three times a day. The king was crushed. Oh, why had he signed that law? He didn't want to punish Daniel. He tried every way he could to save him. But the presidents and governors said to him, You know perfectly well, O king, that no law the king has signed can be changed. So at last, King Darius gave up and Daniel was thrown into the den of lions. But first the king said to him, O Daniel, your God whom you serve so faithfully will save you. Then after Daniel was thrown in, a great stone was rolled across the mouth of the lion's den so that no one could get Daniel out. The king went home to his palace and refused to eat and sent away the orchestra that played for him each evening. He was up very early the next morning and hurried out to the lion's den and called sadly to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, was this God of yours able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel called to the king, O king, my God has sent his angel to shut the lions' mouths so that they haven't even scratched me. The king was overcome with joy and excitement. He commanded that Daniel be taken out at once 
So Daniel was unhurt because he trusted in his God. And now the king ordered the men who accused Daniel to be thrown into the into the den of lions along with their children and their wives. And the lions leaped on them and killed them as soon as they fell to the bottom of this den. Then King Darius wrote this letter to his people in all the nations of his empire. I make a decree that in every part of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God. His kingdom is the one that shall never be destroyed, and his power shall never end. He is the God who can save from danger. He saved Daniel from the lions. So Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and also in the reign of Cyrus, who became king after Darius was dead. While Daniel was in Babylon, he read the book written by Jeremiah the prophet and learned from it that the Jews would go back to their own land after 70 years of exile and captivity in Babylon where Daniel was living. Well, those 70 years were nearly ended. So Daniel fasted and prayed to the Lord that his people of the Jews might return to the city of Jerusalem and built it again. O Lord, he said, we have disobeyed your laws and wouldn't listen to your prophets. When they told us of our sins, we and our kings and our leaders and all the people of Israel have disobeyed you. That is why this punishment of saved slavery came upon us and now O lord who brought your people out of egypt long ago please don't be angry with us anymore O lord forgive us hurry and help us we don't ask this because we deserve to be forgiven but because you are merciful three weeks later as daniel was continuing to pray this prayer the angel gabriel arrived from god's presence in heaven it was in the evening about the time when the priest had offered a lamb for a burnt offering at the temple in jerusalem oh daniel the angel said i am here to tell you all about the future three weeks ago at the beginning of your special prayers for jerusalem i was commanded to come to you for you are greatly loved of God. Now listen carefully. When then the angel told Daniel that the Jews would soon go back to their own land and rebuild Jerusalem, and that in 484 years the Savior would be born. But the angel said the Savior would be killed, and his enemies will come again and destroy Jerusalem and the temple. The end. Awesome job, Aiden. Thank you so much for reading that portion of Daniel in the lion's den. That just reminds me so much of the trust that we can have and the faith in God. And what a phenomenal example. And I really appreciate you being the co-host and reading that today. Now, Daniel shows us what dedication and commitment looks like. When we're determined to serve God above all else, he will reward us. 
And Daniel's determination didn't allow him to get stuck and worry about the consequences of making right decisions. He had a knowing that God was with him wherever he was. And that brings us to today's scripture verse. It comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. But before I share it with you, I want to tell you a funny story, Aiden. Your grandpa and me have been trying to figure out who has the responsibility to make the coffee each morning? And, you know, I volunteered you, but, you know, unfortunately, you're not here every morning. So Grandpa said it's always the grandma who must make it because she's usually the better cook. I told him, no way. It's always the grandpa's job and I can prove it. So I pulled out my Bible and I showed him right here where it says Hebrews. <laughs> that is a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on we go with the scripture verse. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Stay away from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never forsake you. And to clarify, this verse is not saying that money is bad. It's saying that the love of money is not good. But God does indeed bless his people with money. And he gives other blessings too that we can turn around and we can then have the ability to be a blessing to others. So do you see how our scripture verse ties in with our Bible story today? How God was promising Daniel and us too that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And Aiden, do you know what that word forsake means? Yes, it means to leave behind. Absolutely. You spot on. When we're clear concerning our purpose and we know what God's will is for our lives, we'll not be derailed by society. We won't become the victims of peer pressure. You know how sometimes kids in school may act like your friends and they try to encourage you to do something that you just down in your gut you know is wrong? Well, these are the times that you must remember what God has taught you through the reading of his word or the Bible story like the one you just read or attending Sunday school. And this really will strengthen your inner man who's responsible for taking care of your soul, your inner man, Holy Spirit. And really, it will help you take a godly stand, making wise and sound decisions and the Holy Spirit that I've spoken of earlier, the Holy Spirit is your helper, your guide. He helps you decide what to do. He's really a person and he lives on the inside of you in spirit form. And you can be like Daniel too and develop persistence in your prayer life. Daniel served under four different kings in a foreign land for 70 years and this land didn't like Daniel's God but yet Daniel remained loyal among his enemies who said that if he prayed to God they would kill him by throwing him into the lion's den but Daniel didn't care he prayed anyway and God closed the lion's fierce jaws and made them friendly just like you read about in the story and so it's important to remember that we have the same measure or amount of faith that Daniel was given. And God didn't give to him anything he hasn't given to you or to me. And in return, God was faithful back to Daniel. So Aiden, what am I saying here? I'm saying that we serve a faithful God. 
And last week we learned that King Nebuchadnezzar was going to kill all the wise men because no one could interpret his dream. But God revealed it to Daniel and many men were saved because of him. And today we see how God delivered Daniel out of the mouths of lions and from enemies who hated him for no reason. So God shows us over and over just how much he cares for us. And no matter what we're going through, our God is faithful. He's merciful and he's just. We don't need to worry about future events. Instead, we need to learn how to live in the present moment. And because we can't do anything about the past and the future's fully in God's control. And the present today is a grace gift from God. So the way Daniel lived his life shows all of us that he made the right choices. So Aiden, did you identify the answers to our four questions that will help you remember what you learned? Yeah, I did. Okay, so number one, why did King Darius decide to make Daniel the ruler of his empire? Well, King Darius decided to make Daniel the ruler of his empire because Daniel was very faithful to his God, and King Darius could see that he was so faithful that his God saved him from those lions. Absolutely. And how about number two? What law did Daniel refuse to obey? Daniel refused to obey the law that only he could pray to King Darius. Absolutely. And he's like, no way. I'm only praying to the one true God. So number three, was Daniel hurt in the lion's den? Why or why not? Daniel was not hurt in the lion's den. He was not hurt because he trusted in his God and his God sent down an angel to shut the lion's mouths and keep him safe. Absolutely. And then finally, number four, what did Daniel learn from reading Jeremiah's book? And what more did the angel Gabriel tell him? Well, Daniel learned from Jeremiah's book that the Jews would go back to their own land after 70 years of exile and captivity in Babylon, where Daniel was living. And his angel Gabriel also told him that in 484 years the Savior would be born but the angel said that the Savior would be killed and his enemies will come and destroy Jerusalem and the temple absolutely and side note did you know that the angel Gabriel is one of two archangels that Gabriel delivers messages the other angel is Michael, and he's the warring angel. So just a little side information for you. Nice. So, yeah. So, all right. So we need to make sure that we model after Daniel what it looks like to pray to God and then give him back a praise report for answering our prayers. He loves to hear the blessings of his children. And so next time, we'll explore Daniel and the handwriting on the wall. So I hope that you'll all tune in and um, be with us the next time. And so, kiddos, you are God's children. And one day when you're really, really, really old, God's going to want you to come and live with him. And this is if, if what you want to, then tell God you're sorry for anything you may have done that he would not have 
been pleased with. Maybe you listened to some wrong friends or perhaps you allowed peer pressure to be a decision maker in your life. Whatever it is, simply say sorry and really mean it. God will accept your apology and then simply ask God to come live within your heart. This way he's always with you and your mistakes have been forgiven. And finally tell God that you believe his son Jesus died on the cross for you. Oh man. And kids, if this is being born again spiritually, you may need an adult to help you with this concept and that's okay. Just know that what you did by asking Jesus to be with you in your heart and cleaning up your mistakes is something you'll never be sorry for. So I want to be the first to congratulate you for that. And when you have the opportunity to read, pick up some of the Bible stories that Jesus shares. You'll never have a dull moment again. And know that Jesus loves you, and so do I. And God bless you. And now let's close in prayer with a benediction from the priestly blessing out of Numbers. It comes out of chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. And the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast will be available most days during the week. A special Kid Talk podcast like today will air on Wednesdays. So tune in along with your children for your favorite Bible stories that you grew up with. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus's unlimited power in our present day lives. We delve into many topics such as forgiveness, how to be joyful, and what love in action looks like, and many more topics. I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark on a podcast of adventure and exploration of life together. So please join me. And if you like this podcast, make sure and like and subscribe so you'll get the latest episodes when they become available. And many of the podcasts will be referencing my book, The Grace and Peace of God, Love Wins. If you found the content inspiring or interesting, you can pick up a copy of the book from my website, pampastorcopywriting.com or at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Dorrance.com. And if you're unable to afford a copy, please write to me and I'll find a way to get a free copy into your hands. And if you know anyone who may be interested in this material, please share a copy with them too. Until next time, be blessed. And Aiden, thank you again for co-hosting this edition of Kid Talk. I really enjoyed it and hope you'll consider coming back for future episodes. Of course. All right. God bless you. God bless.